Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, on today's episode, I want to look at a phrase that we sometimes throw around in church, but I think we often misunderstand, at least from how it's intended to be used biblically, and that is the concept of a stumbling block or causing someone to stumble. I want to look at it and examine some passages in which this idea occurs so that we can get a more accurate biblical understanding of what exactly it means to cause someone to stumble. To quote the Princess Bride, we keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> so we'll see. In Leviticus 19.14, it's one of the very first times in the Bible where we see this phrase, stumbling block, occur. And in that context, it literally refers to putting something in the path of a blind person so that they trip and they fall down. I think you and I would look at that and say, what a horrible thing to do. And I think that's the point. Don't do that. But immediately in Scripture, as stumbling block continues to be used as a phrase, it almost never refers to something quite so literal again. It immediately transitions to the same concept, but in a spiritual sense or in a moral sense. In the book of Ezekiel, this phrase gets used quite a lot, and it has everything to do with idolatry as the subject of the stumbling block. In Ezekiel 7:19, and then later in chapter 14, verses 3, 4, and 7, we clearly see in the context and the way things are worded that people can actually set their own stumbling blocks, spiritually speaking. It's almost like this sense of spiritual self-sabotage that we can do to ourselves. So this idea of causing someone to stumble isn't necessarily only possible with two parties. You can cause yourself to stumble if you put things in your own way that will cause you to fall spiritually, to, to sin and rebel and to disobey God. And that's an important concept that we should keep in mind. Is it possible that I am causing myself to fall spiritually because I am allowing things in my life, in my own way, in my routine or my daily habits that are putting spiritual stumbling blocks in my way and making it harder for me to obey God? Something to pray about. Now in the New Testament, the focus, because the timing of the New Testament and the, the practical reality that everyone was facing was trying to live as a church, as a body. And so the focus for stumbling blocks in the New Testament is very much more on community and taking care not to put a stumbling block in front of others. Paul uses this in passages like Romans 14 when he's talking about Christian liberties. And since it's an easy example for us to apply today, I'm going to just pick the topic of alcohol as, like I said, one example. In the Bible, you can find clearly no prohibition against drinking in and of itself, although the prohibition is against drunkenness, the excess, right? Now, there are some who would have a problem with alcohol, either because of personal history 
or simply because they are deeply uncomfortable with drinking. And Paul would say, if that's you, if you feel uncomfortable with it, then just don't do it. And you, on the other hand, if you do feel comfortable with it, as long as you're able to maintain self-control and be controlled by the Holy Spirit in so doing, then that's fine. So I want us to very clearly understand that causing someone to stumble is not a euphemism for doing something I don't like. If I happen to not like alcohol at all, and I know that you drink alcohol sometimes, that is not causing me to stumble because I am not going to turn around and drink alcohol. I have no temptation to do that. On the other hand, if by you drinking alcohol in front of me or around me, if it puts pressure on me or causes me in some way to violate my own conscience and to do something that I don't like, then you have caused me to stumble. So me not liking something you're doing is not a stumbling block. But being caused or influenced or pressured into doing something I don't like, I have a moral or conscience problem with, even if it's not actually a sin, that's a stumbling block. So Paul's warning to us is to consider our brothers and sisters above our own liberty and to consider their past, their experiences, their perspective. And if I have to make a choice between what I know I'm free to do in Christ and potentially putting pressure on someone else to violate their own conscience, if I think there's even a chance of that, I should avoid it out of love and respect and deference to my fellow brothers and sisters. 